You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. In the wake of Amazon's rejection of Detroit as the site of its new second headquarters, many transit advocates hoped it would be the slap in the face that forced regional leaders to get their act together and improve public transportation around here. That lack of a comprehensive, coordinated system throughout the region is widely regarded as one of the big reasons that Amazon did not choose Detroit. After the narrow rejection of a regional transit millage in 2016, leaders have been in talks to try again this year, but those talks seem to be falling apart with Oakland County Executive L. Brooks Patterson and Macomb County Executive Mark Hackle publicly criticizing the effort. Does this doom efforts to improve regional transit in 2018? And if it does, what does that mean for 2020 and other years down the road when we might finally take another bite at the transit apple? We're going to spend the rest of the show today talking about transit and regionalism here in southeast Michigan. And as always, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313 577 1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. In particular, I want to hear from folks in Oakland and Macomb counties uh, on this on this subject. Uh, your leaders are saying that there's not enough in this for you to be able to be supportive of the idea of regional transit. In other words, the return for people in Oakland and Macomb uh Brooks Patterson and Mark Hackle say it's not high enough, and that that's the reason they want to hold back. They also want to give you a choice, uh, communities in Oakland and Macomb, to say, eh, we don't want to participate in this mass transit millage. Is that the way forward, or do you think there needs to be a more regional approach to these questions taken by these leaders? Especially if you live in Macomb or Oakland, I'm curious uh, what you think about the whole idea of mass transit, paying for a regional system that might not benefit you as an individual, but would benefit the region. Are you okay with that, or do you feel like uh, Brooks Patterson and Mark Hackle reflect your point of view? Again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. And joining us now to talk more about this is Megan Owens. She is the executive director of Transit Riders United, a nonprofit organization that advocates for better public transit in and around Detroit. Megan, welcome to Detroit Today. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. So here we are, here we go again, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You and I have had this conversation umpteen times over the years about uh, mass transit, uh, better public transit here in Southeast Michigan, uh, and and this the the same stumbling blocks have presented themselves. It is leadership in the suburban counties that doesn't seem to 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 value this in quite the same way. Uh, that that some other folks do. Tell me first what your reaction was to the news that Brooks Patterson says, yeah, I don't want to do this. And Mark Hackle is sort of, uh, I guess, equivocating at, at, at this point. It's pretty heartbreaking to, to hear uh, the same old uh, messaging, the same old complaints that we've been dealing with for 10, 20, 30 years now. Um, in fact, Brooks seems to continue to reference things that happened 20 and 30 years ago, not realizing that this is a new day. Uh, this is something that if we want 
Southeast Michigan to be competitive. If we want major companies like Amazon, if we want the top young talent, talented people coming out of our universities to stay here, this is something we have to do. And yet, um, Brooks Patterson continues to see, look at it from a parochial, each town for itself type of perspective. We're not, uh, Novi is not competing against uh, Detroit or against Mount Clemens. Southeast Michigan is competing against Cleveland and Atlanta and St. Louis and D.C. and New York and all of those places. We, and we are losing because we haven't been willing to make the investments in a modern transit system. It's, it's very frustrating to to have this echoed again and again. Yeah. The, 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 the fundamental barrier, I think, again, is this idea of uh, individual return on investment. In other words, if I pay for a millage that uh, creates uh, mass transit, I should get something very specific in return for that. Uh, and the idea that you're paying into uh, a system that helps people who need public transit in the region and therefore lifts the entire region together. That seems to be a really tough sell for just a, a, an astonishing number of people in the region. And and I guess Patterson and Hackle reflect that uh, that sentiment in, in the things that they're doing. But I keep saying, well, if people wanted something different, they would elect something different. Is the problem our leadership or is the problem ourselves, I guess, is the problem? Is well, the there's certainly a mix. Uh, there, there's no doubt that we are a, a very diverse and divided region. Um, and one of the challenges that I've found is that a lot of people just don't know very much at all about transit. It is very true. We are the Motor City. Most people drive where they need to go, and they've never really thought about what would happen if they couldn't. They've never really thought about what it means uh, to get around this region without a car. Uh, one of the things that my organization, Transportation Riders United, has been doing is going out and talking to community groups in Sterling Heights, Rochester, uh, Livonia, uh, northern Oakland County, all over across the region, and taking the time to talk with people about what the benefits of transit can be, what the impacts can be. And we're hearing from a lot of people, oh, I didn't get it. Now I understand. Once they can see both how important it is not only to um, people who are aren't able to drive, but also how important it, how beneficial it can be, even for them to use every once in a while to go to the ball game, to go to the airport. To uh, the the once people take a little extra time to think about it, uh, we do see a lot more support. But what's frustrating about the argument that Brooks Patterson is making is it's not the individual voters of each community that are getting to decide whether to opt out. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's the city leadership. It's the political leaders yes. who, are deciding to, who have decided to never even put tr transit on their city's ballot. Yeah. So 49, 50% of people in Novi, in Rochester, areas like that, voted for the regional transit millage, even though there was a, a, a lackluster campaign and the, the benefits were not well articulated. Uh, so it's not that there isn't any support. There is a fair amount of support in those communities, but our political leaders 
are are blocking it from moving forward. Not even, not even giving them the shot to, exactly. to decide for themselves. Which is, which is so especially frustrating. Yeah. Uh, and as we certainly heard from Mayor Duggan and from uh, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans, they felt rather blindsided by, uh, by Patterson's remarks last week when they have been negotiating for eight, nine months. They've been putting countless hours, their deputies have been meeting every single week to work through what do, do each of the community, each of the counties need to really get on board with this. Mm-hmm. And they felt like they were very close. Yeah, it seemed like uh, we were. And, yeah. and then, you know, right at the end, again, the plug gets uh, gets pulled. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Obviously, uh, lots of folks uh, very interested in this subject. Uh, Randy in Clinton Township. Randy, welcome to Detroit today. Thanks, Steve. Hi. You know, I always felt uh, what's good for Detroit is, is good for everybody. You know, and it's rather striking that we were 20th on the list, um, is, that, is what I heard, with the, with the Amazon uh, project. Uh-huh. You know, one of the reasons has to be, like, a, a lack of mass transit. You know, and there's, I've been told from, you know, people I know that live in Detroit that there's a lot of, you know, people that want to want to work in Detroit, but they can't get their, to their jobs. Can't because get the of, jobs. Afford yeah. to be, right. And um, so, you know. So, Randy, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you're represented in Clinton Township by, by Mark Hackle. Uh, do you f- I live in Troy, too. So I'm Okay, so got you've both. got both, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so tell me then, uh, you know, as somebody who lives there and supports this, uh, what do you think of the of the way that they're handling this, uh, or what do you and what do you think can be done to maybe change their minds? Well, I'm I'm surprised, you know, a little bit by you know how strong they feel about it. I'm really surprised by you know Hackle's response. Um, you know, when I talk to people in my neighborhood, there are a lot of people that are opposed to it. You know, because they have a a, a big mistrust, I think, of Detroit government you mm-hmm. know with corruption in the past and that might be part of it mm. but you know how many people here in oakland and macomb counties are I was gonna say i'm know, not sure macomb county is in any position to be looking askance <laughs> at detroit for corruption right now well um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> touche yeah i mean I, you so, know, that's just a common issue in government all over the place but it's not necessarily the reality of it you know for most people perception is reality sure. you know and and, and I think, especially Oakland County, has been so at least mentally separated from Detroit. Yeah, they just said, but I can't see how it it can be a bad thing, you know, right. to have a mass change, even you know, going out to right. to Macomb and Oakland County, you know, that you know it would increase employment in Detroit. Sure, yeah. and that's huge. I think that's even. That's huge, yeah. you know. Randy, you know? I, I appreciate the call uh, and the comments, and, and it's really interesting to hear your perspective as somebody who lives, as you point out, in Macomb and Oakland. I, I think at some point there's going to have to be, uh, you know, sort of a reckoning of the leadership with the population in, in places like uh, Clinton Township or Macomb or Oakland counties in order for this to change. Uh, Jim could not stay on the line, but uh, he says we really have an opportunity to reinvent ourselves here with autonomous vehicles. I think that's an interesting point here, too. I hear a lot of folks say that the plans that we have for mass transit don't don't reflect all of the things that, that we think are coming that will change transportation. Uh, Megan Owens, what do you think about that? 
even if you ask the uh, sort of the, the precursor to the autonomous vehicles seem to be the Uber and Lyft mm-hmm. um, individual uh, type of vehicles. And even if you ask those companies, do they see themselves as a replacement for public transit? They say, heck no. Their, their uh, best services in communities that have great public transit, because it can work hand in hand uh, in any sort of uh, lo- uh, major city, you don't possibly have enough space for a thousand-person office building to be have everybody get <laughs> off at 5 p.m. and get in their get Uber, Uber or in yeah. their autonomous vehicle. There, there's just physically not enough space. But if they can all get on a fast train or rapid bus and then have their autonomous Uber pick them up and take them from the train right to their house, right. that's really how these systems can fit together uh, to be the most efficient way to get around. And that was always... The plan to have uh, to, to be within the RTA to look at ways to incorporate uh, new technologies uh, within the system, but no, they didn't have all the answers right away. But they were planning to incorporate them over time. Uh, but I guess that just didn't wasn't clearly understood that this needs to go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Megan Owens, Executive Director of Transit Riders, Transportation Riders United, a nonprofit that advocates for better public transit in and around Detroit. Uh, before I let you go quickly, I've got about 30 seconds. Do you think we will get to a place where we're deciding this in 2018, or are we going to looking now to the future? Unfortunately, I don't think we'll be able to have a four-county transit yeah. plan, which was certainly everybody's hope or most people's hope. But there has been discussion, should Wayne and Washtenaw counties move forward? So peel off um, and do it themselves. Yeah, at yeah. least as a start. And hopefully in another two, four, maybe six years, Oakland and Macomb will, will join on. But better to have some progress in some areas of the, of the region than to sit and wait for another decade or more. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, as always, for being here on Detroit Today, Megan. Thank you. Uh, that's going to do it for me today. If you have more to say about transit, go to the WDET Facebook page. We've got a post there. You can put your thoughts there, and we'll try to share them. Uh, this is going to be it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.